Previously on Midlifing. Well, it's not sharing. It's actually, I think it might be the worst possible thing. Because did you ever do, did you ever have, um, <laughs> it might be the worst possible thing given what you've just said. Did you ever do subjects at high school where you'd um, you'd be in the class and the teacher would come in and say, okay, we've got a test today. Meaning that you didn't know you were going to have a test. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I've got one of those for you. <laughs> Great. Okay. Crack on. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. Uh, Question 11. What celebrity would you want to party with? York. Wow. Yeah. And you specifically said who would I want to party with? I think Bjork would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Good. Uh, very, very nice answer. Question twelve. What are you most proud of in your life? Haven't I answered that? What am I most proud of? Oh, maybe I, did I already answer? Did I already ask that? Yeah. Oh, you said Bob. Yeah, I did. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Which I, I, I'm not sure I should have a proprietorial sense of pride over Bob. Wait. But I think I mean I'm proud of the relationship I have with her. Okay. And, Sorry about and that. And that she that she hangs around. No, I, I'm I'm always happy to say Bob Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, food most difficult to give up. Bread, I mean, impossible to give up. Yeah, I could right. give up just about everything else. Would you prefer ten million pounds, evil laugh, or uh-huh. someone to point out all your faults? Ten million pounds, what's wrong with you? I don't give a shit about self-improvement. I want to buy sweets. <laughs> I also um <laughs> I don't know I, I think the ten million pounds I could do good with. I'm not sure uh, any good would come from having somebody point out my faults. Wow. Because the question is for me. Is there an infrastructure around that fault finding that would then support me to develop and become better? Or am I just left with a sense of how reduced I am? Oh, that is intriguing. Hence the 10 mil, please. Uh, thank you very much. Because uh, I, I read that question more like... Because clearly the money is an absurd quantity of money. Like it's not like I said, hundred thousand pounds, which is sort of equally absurd, but it's not ten million pounds, right? Hundred thousand pounds, or someone telling you a false. There's something about the apparent, the apparent uh, discrepancy in it that makes me stop. Wait, hang on. How could, how could knowing all my faults be anything, anything like worth that kind of money? So that and that so that's and it's just I don't know the answer, but that's just what makes me sort of stop with it. Like, is it possible yeah, to imagine yeah. the kind of the kind of um, the kinds of contributions that you could make I, if I, you I, knew? I, if, yeah. yeah, no, there'd need to be infrastructure to support me. Otherwise, all that is happening is I am being brought incredibly low with, and and then suddenly it's it's kind of like 
It's a Pandora's box situation, only I suspect I wouldn't find hope at the bottom. Yeah. It's just suddenly everything that's wrong with me is out, and all the things that I've managed to um, successfully ignore about myself or try and work on quietly is brought front and centre. So, yeah, Yeah. I I, I can't... I don't think I could... I'm not built to be able to do anything with that, whereas I could save a lot of puppies... With ten million pounds, yeah, lots of puppies. Question fifteen. Well, I don't know what the numbers are now because um, because I think I cocked up the proud of question. Would you rather live on the moon or on a starship orbiting the Earth? Oh, um, <laughs> gosh, am I able to breathe freely on the moon, or do I have to live inside a like a sort of? Oh no! Space station. Well, yeah, you can, you'd need, and if you go outside, you'd need some kind of breathing apparatus. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. In that case, space station, okay. uh, ship thing, oh, orbiting the moon, Star- uh, orbiting starship the moon, orbiting, yeah, the yeah, starship orbiting the Earth. Yeah, yeah, that's much more exciting. Great. Okay. Good. I'm glad I can that's... fly on that. Yeah. What'd you say? I could be able to fly around on that. That would be fun. Yeah. Whereas. Oh, hang about. Just out of, you said starship. So I said starship. Out. I did see starship. We... Of course, that means something to you in a way that probably doesn't to me. Because if you say, like, you know, a spacecraft, then I'm thinking about things that exist in reality. If you say starship, I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's more uh, like, uh, that's more what? like, exactly. That's yeah. more like so Star if, Trek if, land, isn't it? Exactly. If you were asking me, would I like to be on the, uh, the Mir space station or the moon, um, then the moon. Yeah. But if but you're asking me, would I like to be on a fictional type space? Basically like a cruiser magnetic... with swimming pools, yeah. space swimming pools. Ooh, yeah, and, do yeah. that. Yeah, cool. And then with a great view. Question really 16. Down. Question 16. Home menu on your phone. Ooh. Meaning what the, the four or three apps that you have at the very bottom of the... Uh... Oh, gosh. Um, I have to look. Yeah. I have got at the bottom of my screen, I've got the telephone. Really? I've got the, yeah, I know, it's ridiculous, isn't it? I don't know why, because I very rarely use it. I've got the telephone. Waste of space, got, man. It is. I've got the internet. <laughs> You've got like the browser, you mean? That's the, yes. Is the it browser, Safari or is it uh, Chrome? Or... Uh, it's uh, Duck, Duck, Go. I'll use the Duck, Duck, Go browser. <laughs> Excellent. I've got the, I've got Bear. My note-taking app. You use Bear. You are such. You are. Bear. You are such a note-taking. Uh, I'm not I say love that. Bear. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best. Um, and my messages app. Right. So you could swap out the phone and put something else there, couldn't you? I could, but I'm not going. To. <laughs> I'm not going to because uh, what would I put there? Is is the thing that would worry me. Oh, I see. You don't want to create that kind of. Um, that kind of worry in your life, do you? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, God, is it going to be the Guardian? Oh, is it going to be Flipboard? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, so just, uh, do I then just have to... status quo. Just status quo the fuck out of that. Yeah. Otherwise, I've got to go and look and see what my what my screen time usage and my data usage is on particular apps, work out which <laughs> I use the most heavily. And then it's basically... And what would it be? I'm not being given my £10 million. I'm being pointed out my flaws. <laughs> Based on what's on your home, what's on what apps exactly, you use by the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, look, he's got Instagram as the first button he goes to. How empty-headed. Question 17, favourite podcast? Gay Lords of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gay Lords of Darkness, which I have spoken to you about, but I've always cut it out of the podcast. Have you really? Itself. 
I don't it's always been I've cut ever out. referenced it. It's always been cut out because it hasn't really made sense. So, Gay Lords of Darkness is a queer I'm sure it's been in the podcast, but I don't mind. I don't mind, I don't mind you. Oh, okay, it's just because I've. Know, I, but yeah. if, it, if it has, if it has, I'll tell you again. Gay Lords of Darkness, queer feminist horror podcast, uh, introduced uh, by um, Stacey Ponder, the writer for Final Girl, and Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror, and together. <laughs> They, um, they, but they no longer talk about it's hasn't it changed? It's like it's just basically <laughs> film criticism now. It has always been film criticism, that's what it was supposed to be. What it is now is they basically talk about K pop and <laughs> that's right, egg recipes. It's just it's gone. It's if there was a shark to be jumped, they jumped it a very long time ago, but right, which is something um, to look up to, isn't it? Or look forward yeah. to, look up to, and yeah, forward yeah, yeah. to, yes. It's really good. And I think one of the things that I've I've been particularly impressed about, they put their literal, well, metaphorical money where their mouth is. So during um, 2020, when the Black Lives Matter movement um, was kind of um, very um, present, they wanted to do something about it. So they did something called the three-inning, uh, where they watched um, a series of third sequel so like uh things like um halloween three or you know anything that with a three in the title yeah. and they watched one every single day and they did an hour episode every day for a week about wow. yeah and you know how long it takes us to have a conversation and then you've got to edit it and then so it was a, 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 a an awful lot of work and then they got spot they got sponsored they opened a gofundme and they've raised like 20 odd thousand dollars at this point for i think the first one yeah first one was black lives matter the second one was for um against asian hate because there've mm. been a couple of asian hate crimes and then the most recent one was uh for for trans well-being on the back of uh the you know swinging attacks on uh on trans rights in some of the southern states of the united states of america which is where they're based right I can't believe you didn't say midlifing. I didn't. And I won't be. Question 18. Personal or corporate responsibility? Oh. <laughs> Fucking hell, Simon. That's worse than croissant or pan au chocolat. <laughs> I guess... I guess... I'm going to say personal responsibility because mm. if we were to... If we were to take personal responsibility, then corporate responsibility would follow because corporations are run by people. You are. You are. A, you're a, a capitalist. You believe in the... In the... Well, that, I, I don't know if that's capitalism or if it's a sense of um, belief in humanity. Yes, I guess it's one way of saying... I mean, I was thinking about, you know, as the the, the consumer. It's like consumer power. But the... Oh, yeah, that's not how I was understanding No, no, question, yeah, get you. That's why I, that's why I went if, to what if, I... Yeah, because yeah, I wasn't thinking about, about, uh, about me using my wallet to be able to, right. to leverage change, because I don't believe that in it for a second. Okay. So I, I think in, a, in where we are right now, I would like uh, there to be much more accountability for... for um, for for businesses, so I would choose the second one for yeah. where we are right now. Personal responsibility, terms, um, corporate responsibility. I would choose for where we are right now in history, because there isn't any. Oh, 
hang on. Perhaps I'm misunderstanding the question. The question is basically: Do we do we focus on personal responsibility for making change, or should we should basically regulate corporations to make changes? We Whatever should regulate those... compro- We should regulate corporations until the pips squeak to make change. <laughs> we absolutely should. Okay. However, if we had a utopia where people took responsibility for their own actions, we wouldn't need to regulate corporations because corporations would be made up of people, and people would be making the right choices. Wow. Yeah. So I'm with, I, I get you. I get you. I place, get you. Yeah, I was answering I from you. a place of, of of hope and utopia, but corporate responsibility is what I think we need. We need corporate governance. We need Amazon to pay tax. Yeah. We need it's you know we, we just need we we need simple things like that where corporations can't buy the governments of the countries in which they are located. I've, I was reading. I was reading something the other day. It might have been the Seth Godin book. I can't remember. I read too much sometimes, but um, which was saying that in some cities in the United States, Amazon has run out of people to employ, meaning it's basically employed everyone and got rid of everyone because they churn through, they churn through employees, right? And that there's just there's no one else in those communities for them to employ. That doesn't surprise me. No, it doesn't. Question nineteen. What is the most mortifying mistake you've made? I'm going to say at work, but it could be that you go, I'm going to drop the at work. I'll leave that to you. I can't answer this question because they are legion. (laughs) (laughs) And I I think I have disassociated from my (laughs) errors to the point that they're no longer mine. I can't and I can't remember them. Um I I I have yeah, there have been things I just in this moment genuinely can't think of one, but uh, there have been things that have made made me almost vomit. Yeah, the shame. more the more yeah, right. Okay. So but they I can't ex- remember one. Yeah. <laughs> they exist. As I say, they are legion, but What's I, what is I they are legion? What does that mean? There's lots of them. Oh, it's the it's the, yeah, it's it's from the Bible. So it's when it's when Jesus comes across the possessed man, um, and he he says, and the the possessed person says, uh, "I am legion, for we are many." Is this like? Is this sounds like it's been used in a zombie film? A horror film. <laughs> it's been used in a horror film. <laughs> Not a zombie film. It's been used in a possession film. Uh, All right. I think it was probably in Exorcist Three. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of the best uh, threequels ever. If you haven't seen it, you should. Although you won't be able to watch it because you'll shit your pants. This is terrifying. <laughs> okay. It's good to know that I didn't actually, I'd forgotten that there was a third exorcist. Um, uh, I still haven't, I'm still dealing with the first one, frankly. I think the third one, I'm controversial. I'm going to say it. I think the third one is scarier than the first one. Oof. Very controversial. You might have to cut that yeah. out, just lest we just uh, have to okay, deal with all the that. only person who's... Nah, it's going to be Mark Commode who gets his tits in a twist, and I really don't care what he thinks. Who? Mark Commode. He is a BBC film, film reviewer, co- and he did his PhD on The Exorcist. Really? Yeah. When... So this question's about your relationship. So we're getting there, by the way. We're getting there. In terms of coming towards the end of this, how you how you find? Oh no, let's 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 just push on. Okay. Question twenty. This is about your relationship to the law. When have you ever broken the law? 
Mm. Yesterday? Speeding. No, I try not to speed uh, because you get tickets for that. Um, and I got one not long ago. <laughs> um, um, probably watching um, things on the television. Um, put locker. <laughs> <laughs> That's naughty. I know it's naughty. Uh, so just in case you didn't hear that, he said the word put locker. And if you don't know what put locker is, just look it up. I wanted to watch Queen of the Universe. Of course you did. Of course you did. Which is a, which is a drag queen singing show. <laughs> the things that I will get locked up for are really like, is this, is this the hill you wanted to die on? I think it was. So I think you've already answered this question from answering another, another question, but most useful piece of software? Bear. Yeah. Three, okay, very much. Get, oh, no, hang on. I need to, regrets? I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. And nothing that you would share? <laughs> that was a song. <laughs> what did you say? That was a song. Regrets, I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. I um, sorry, I didn't. Uh, I'm not not quite up with the irv of uh, of what's his face, of oh, Frank blue Sinatra. eyes, old oh, blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> very clever. Very clever. Just answer the fucking uh, question. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I I actually try not to have regrets. Mm. I try not to regret. Um, I think the regrets I have are the things that I haven't done rather than the things that I have done. I don't regret anything that I've done. I feel guilty about things that I've done. I feel ashamed of things that I've done. Um, I feel mm. sick about things that I've done, but I've also learnt as a result of those things. Beautiful, um, beautiful. My my regrets are about the things that I haven't done. Um, and even then... The things that I regret most, I don't think I could have done at the time that I wanted that 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 would have been expedient or or useful, and so I realised that they weren't done not because I was I just wasn't able or capable or aware that that was a possibility, and so ultimately it's not really a regret. It's like a oh, I guess in a different world where I'd understood the world differently at an earlier point. So they're they're kind of yeah. the regrets feel quite um, quite intellectual in that sense yeah. rather than emotional. So the, yeah, there's not there's no weight from them. No, no, it's kind of like oh okay, if I'd been this kind of a person or if I'd had access to that kind of a thing, I might have tried to do that sooner. Or I, I might yes, but you could say that it's a, yeah, there's a way of kind of intellectualizing them or no or justifying them. I mean, I definitely could do that with all the things that I feel like I do regret, but but my overall but I, sense that is that that I feel them as regret that I wish they hadn't happened, even though I've learned an enormous amount from them, and I think I'm changed by them, changed for the better by them. Yeah, but I don't want to change any of the things that I regret having done, mm. and the things that I haven't done, I realise that my regret is coming from a body thirty years after. Yeah, and I and it would it didn't occur to me that it was possible or an option at the time. Which Therefore, is, it's not really a regret, is it? We should have started drinking is... wine 20 years earlier. 
I'm actually really happy at the point at which I started drinking wine. I don't, I don't regret that. I mm. don't regret being, you know, being teetotal for the entirety of my adult life up until the age of 40. Mm. No problem with that at all. Mm. Um, I don't regret... No, I don't regret any of those choices. Yeah. Mm. Uh, two more questions, Lee Miller. Oh, good. Question 23. What... Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you were the Prime Minister, let's say the Prime Minister of Great Britain, the, the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, what would be mm-hmm. the first thing you'd change, let's say, in the world? When I say in the world, but of course it would be about what's possible for you to change in the context of this, uh, this country. I'd introduce proportional representation as a voting strategy in the UK. Bang! Straight away. That would be my first act. Do you think it would get past the House of Lords, such a thing? Uh, my, maybe my first would be to abolish the House of Lords. Then I would introduce... Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, they're on my list. They're on my list of top ten things to do. So big, big structural changes. Y- yeah. But I, I would probably open up the House of Lords as a... As a oh, let's have it as a daycare space for kids. That would be nice. There's a um, Nigerian philosopher whose name is Bayo Akumalafe, and... Um, I really like his writing, but he uh, he talks about this this our preoccupation, our meaning Western civilization, Western culture, Western mm, whatever it is, uh, preoccupation with representation, and uh, he uses the, the analogy he uses the, that there was really there was have I told you that there was excellent representation on slave ships. You had black oh people, you God. had white people. He said the, our focus on representation means we forget that the problem is the slave ship, was the slave ship, not the people yeah. who are on the slave ship. And so in a way, yeah. you're dealing, you're saying, let's deal with the slave ship. Uh, I, 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 okay, yeah, I hadn't thought of it <laughs> in quite that way, but I would want to get rid of the House of Lords because I don't believe in non-elected, um, non-elected governance. Does that mean you get rid um, of the king as well? Yeah, I would, but, um, <clears throat> but I, don't know that, I don't know that that would be in, within my gift. Um, as um, yes, true. As a as an elected official, I think what I would do is I would put it to a referendum about the king or the house yeah. of house of lords. I would, no, house of lords, I think, can just be removed because it's an unelected body. You can't. You think the, it can? You think it means it's? You're basically no, saying I'm, it's I'm, not. Cons- I mean it's morally, unconstitutional. <laughs> yeah. I mean morally, it should be removed. Yeah. Um, and I would feel less. You know, I think I'd be the Jimmy Carter of um, of. Um, of the UK, I'd, I'd maybe... So you'd be a one-term Prime Minister? I'd be a one-term Prime Minister, and, and I think possibly because I have no interest in power, and I have no interest in 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 governing, and so I think... Be able make to the most of it. Make the most of it, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd, want to, I'd want to talk to people about how to save the NHS. Mm. I, I, sorry, can I just say, I love that you... that this is so clear, this question. I, I think if it were asked of me, I'd be going... Mm. But I really love that you've just gone boom, boom, boom. Also, that I asked for one thing, but you just like you've already got a list there. I think because these are things, the structural inequality that worries me so much. One of them is that you know, thirty-six percent of people in the Totnes area vote Conservative, and yet we have a Conservative uh, MP, and we will continue to have a Conservative MP because of the first past the post system. Thirty-six people, thirty-six percent vote. Thirty-six percent vote, not Conservative. 
Oh, I see. They vote conservative. The, You're right. Of, so they're a minority. The, they're a minority governing uh, party. In, they're a mini- in, yeah, exactly. They're yeah, a min- yeah. they get a minority of the vote. They get thirty thirty six. They got thirty six percent of the vote in the last. Uh, but because of the way first past the post and representation works here in the UK, it, it, it's it, those those votes are counted differently. Um, yeah. And 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 my favourite thing is that the current. Tory MP in Totnes was a pro, was you know was in a conversation about um, proportional representation, and he said you can't introduce that; it's undemocratic. And it's like I think you might yeah. not understand democracy. Yeah. Just going to say yeah. when you think that thirty thirty six percent of the voters get their way, when sixty four percent don't no that that's yeah. the maths doesn't work and, and that's of people who vote of course which is a whole yeah, other exactly problem. that's before we exactly yeah 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 do you so, yeah the proportional thing i think that's also because he'll just be he or she will be just using they will be just using the, the idea that people by and large might not understand what proportional representation means and so to call it undemocratic basically puts them in the same it just it, it, people start to under, they start yeah. to think or connect undemocratic with proportional, proportional which is very odd it is it's very very odd but yeah I, that that feels a, a way to begin to untangle some of the structural inequality in the UK NHS, there are some very, very hard choices that would have to be made there. The NHS is there to make sure that people can survive. Yeah. Carrying on. <clears throat> so, on that note, mm. last question. Mm-hmm. And this is, I, I'm going to just say a number, which is the three most, but it might be the most, it might be two of that, what come to mind, uh, most important songs of your life. <sighs> Nevermind by uh, Nirvana. That's an album. But still, the whole album. Oh wow, wow! Yeah, such a '90s kid. Yeah, I think that's one of the yeah uh, maybe OK Computer by Radiohead. I'm wow, another albums. another album. Okay. Uh huh. I I I don't think I could pick. Um, I'm not sure I could pick a single song. I'm just going to have to go with those two albums. Uh, ooh, Suzanne Vega, Suzanne Vega from 1984. Wow, is that the one with My Name Is Luca? Yeah, no, that's Susan Vega Solitude Standing. I would go with her eponymous uh, debut album. Right, what's the main song from Susan. that one? Marlena on the Wall. Ah, oh, Marlena on the Wall. Even what, if a, I what a beautiful you, song. What is to say, what's it to you? Observe the blood, the rose tattoo, and the fingerprints on me from you. Other evidence has shown that you and I are still alone. We scud around the danger zone and I'll talk about it later. And I try so hard to resist when you held me in your handsome fist and reminded me of the night we kissed and of why I should be leaving. Marlena watches from the wall. I fucking love that song. Maybe it's Marlena on the wall. <laughs> uh, so oh, wow. the whole purpose of this uh, podcast, I mean, of this episode, of course, this exam was to basically deny us the capacity to talk about anything ever again because hopefully i've just covered everything so is this our last episode yeah i know it's just a way of kind of trying to keep you quiet for the next few episodes (laughs) so is it just going to be you monologuing well that's what i was that's what that's 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 what i'm hoping that's what everyone's hoping lee miller come on you know you know the stats (laughs) 